You're listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast. A slice of city life every Monday. I'm your host, Gregory Day. On today's show, I chat with Nariko Ott, newly crowned winner of the Portland's Funniest Person Contest, held annually at the Helium Comedy Club. So I met Noriko on Alberta Street, and he was a very funny guy. I mean, he could tell he has a great enthusiasm for what he does, and just an amazing work ethic. What really surprised me was the sense of camaraderie he felt with his fellow comics, many of which were in competition for him for this prestigious title. So we chatted for about 30 minutes about life, love, sex, death. Actually, none of that. But it was still a good chat anyway. So without further ado, let's meet Portland's funniest person, 2016, Nariko Ott. Is your podcast just for award winners? People who have won awards and things? <laughs> Me Absolutely. and Cleo Newberry award winning author. <laughs> uh, I'm Nariko Ott, a comedian from Portland, Oregon. The funniest comedian in Portland, Oregon, currently. And that's by scientific rigor. Is it getting annoying, all the people congratulating you? Um, no. <laughs> why would it that never ever, gets old. Why would that get old? That's great. You just want people to keep coming up and telling you. you know, um, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's also weird to have your friends be like, you know, thank you for, or congratulate you on a thing that they also do, and you see them all the time, and they're just kind of coworkers. So it's like if you worked at a pizza place, and then suddenly one guy was like, the best pizza cook, you're like... Hey, congratulations on that thing. I guess we're going back to work now? Like, yeah, I guess so. And so it's it's funny and weird. And you are busy at work now. you got a lot of gigs lined up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I do. I do have a, a bunch of stuff, thankfully, uh, all lined up in uh, the coming months. And then some other things a little further out that I'm hoping to line up, too. So it's going to be good. Seems like Portland Comics, they're a very close-knit group. Why is that? Why, would you say... It's competitive in a way, or is it friendly as well as competitive? Um, it's both. I mean, it's uh, we are very close knit, which is I uh, apparently not how it is in a lot of other places. No, it is. Mm, and so, um, I only really know it here, and it's it still gets to be clicky, like because everybody hangs out with people that you think are funny, and they kind of share your um, your taste in comedy. So, like, it just happens to be how it kind of breaks down. But at the same time. Um, I feel like everybody also respects each other a lot. Yeah, I get but, that. But, yeah, but, but in backstage, we're, honestly, we're all, like, if somebody's, like, freaking out and stuff, we're usually, like, very cool about it. Like, you know, um, one of my favorite yeah, things to so do cool is if somebody's really stressed. Um, this is the closest to a dick thing you can do, like, but um, <laughs> there that I do. But um, if somebody's, like, really stressing out and they're really nervous, um, uh, I usually like to just, like, just before they go on stage, just flip them off. Like, just be like, so be like, hey, and they'll turn and I'll just like flip them off, and then they just go, like, what the fuck? And then they start laughing because they're like, oh yeah. Because they'll be, because in that moment, they're very like tender and open, and then you just flip them off, and they're like, what? And then they laugh at themselves. They're like, oh wait, why did I just get so upset over a, a childish gesture? Another great one to do is if somebody's stressing out, uh, is you just, uh, like Christine Levine one time, who's amazing, uh, and she's like a comedy veteran, she's been doing it for like 20 years, and, um, so she's like on the edge of the stage and she was like kind of like nervous you know and she's like kind of like and I just grabbed her and like I, I touched her arm and I'm like 
is this your first time going on stage? And she just, like, starts laughing at me, like, you know, and it's one of those things where you're like, oh, yeah, that's right, I do this all the time, because it's just you and your head psyching yourself out, but I... But it's a way of, like, gently ribbing somebody in, in that moment, and it takes a... Uh, and to me, it always just... It pulls them out of, like, their, out of their head a little bit. Yeah, like... Have you ever had, like, a terrible, terrible set? Oh, my God. Yeah. And you just want to kill yourself afterwards? Yeah. yeah, tons of times. That's why you were like, oh, thanks for coming. Like, when you were, like, talking about my post, where I was like, thanks for coming, and there was only two people in the crowd. I'm like, that's not over. There's going to be plenty more of those shows. <laughs> like, that's the cool thing about stand-up is, like, you're never past that. You're never past bombing. You're never past going to a place with no one in it. Um, it's just... you. Um, if you listen to, like, Bill Burr's podcast, he talks all the time about, like, just eating shit somewhere. Like, he will be, like, not all the time, of course, but he talks about, like, he's like, yeah, I just I ate a big bag of dicks right there, and that's that was a not a pleasant experience. But, you know, I had a show. I've done it twice now. Uh, it's this place in Eugene called The Mill Casino, and it's a mill-themed casino. Uh, and they do a show there, I think, every Wednesday, and it's... Um, <laughs> and I did it once. I mean, my friend Richie Stratton took me on the road like early on. This was like three years ago, probably. And we went and we and um, and uh, I was feeling pretty strong at the time. And I went and did this show. And I uh, went up there and I was featuring. So I did thirty minutes to a packed room to total silence for thirty minutes, arms folded. They did not give a fuck about anything I said, and I could not get them to care even a little and they just sat there stoically in silence then my friend Richie went up and killed it and then he came back and then like when I got off stage I was just like oh that was horrible and then the sound guy goes hey man don't worry the next show will be better and I'm like yeah and I'm like what do you mean and he's like oh there's another show at 10 right after this one there was two shows and uh, and I did it again 30 minutes total silence uh, just another room packed they could not give a fuck and I don't know what happened there exactly other than their sad coastal people who like just just you know just waiting for their the fog to take their friends or whatever in the night like uh, but yeah and then I so I, and then like a year later I got asked to do it again and I was like yes I will do it again I'm like you know when I come back I was feeling even stronger yeah I was like I feel even stronger about it and I went back and I ate shit again for 30 solid minutes they lit me at like 20 like they wanted me to get off stage and then I did it again for the second show and it was so bad that they gave you a hotel room there and I went upstairs and I just and I was even though I was hungry I just waited for like two hours so like that way probably most of the people would have gone home that might have seen me and I wouldn't have to run into them again I was so embarrassed it was brutal it promised me to go back yeah I went uh, yeah I'd do it again too I wouldn't <laughs> that work ethic what, is, what do you think that comes from um, I honestly just really love doing stand-up, like, and it's the one thing that makes me feel, like, awesome, and I feel like I, um, I, 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 I do feel like I'm getting better at it, you know what I mean, like, um, and because of that, I, I, yeah, it, so, there's just a lot of rewards built in, even though there's a ton of, ton, a ton of third, you know, telling jokes to two people for 30 minutes to total silence and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of totally brutal things but at the same time there's uh, there's a ton of reward built in and yeah. and, and honestly just it's uh, my favorite thing to do like yeah you've got a gender bender kind of show called Just One of the Guys and you produced that show can you tell us more about that uh, yeah um, so 
Um, it's a show that I put on. I, I've only put, done it once before, and it was a few years ago. Um, and it went really, really well. It was, it was fun. It was one of the funnest things I've ever done. And I do is I get, uh, uh, I host, and then um, I get all female lineup of female comedians, and they come on stage uh, dressed as men, and they do, and they do male characters, and it's super funny because like it's clearly there's a lot of like um, just in terms of the power dynamic, there's a lot to talk about for them, and it's really it's such a fun place to like to have them vent or just personify like a dude that has bummed them out over time like and it doesn't have to be that but that's typically what it is and it's always really really funny so it sounds funny yeah yeah so um uh i really like doing it um i'm hoping it uh you know it's but you know a big smashing success so i can just keep doing it and keep giving what's the next one it's uh july 30th at the funhouse lounge Noriko then discussed his new weekly night every Wednesday at Mississippi Pizza, and he's very enthusiastic about this night, and so am I. Um, that's uh, it's a show called You're Welcome. It's me, Caitlin Weyerhaeuser, and Matt Monroe. Uh, nice. Yes. And uh, it's going to be a Mississippi, Mississippi Pizza on every Wednesday night. So um, I'm really pumped about that because I wanted to do a... Cause, um, there's another great show in town called Earthquake Hurricane that's a, a weekly show, and it's run by uh, four amazing comics, Bree Pruitt, Alex Falcone, um, Curtis Cook, and Anthony Lopez. Um, and uh, I envied their weekly show because you have to turn and burn stuff really quickly. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, you're bringing back a lot of the same crowd, and they're going to be tired of hearing your jokes inside of real fast. So um, the idea of having to having to put yourself over the coals like that is something I, I really like doing. Anything that I find uncomfortable, um, especially from a, sta- or, or difficult from a stand-up position, I'm like, oh, good, this is good. This will, yeah, this, yeah, exactly. Like, this, something, it might not go great, it probably won't go great, but it's, but it makes you have to try. Thank you, Noriko, and thank you for listening. We'll be here again next Monday. See you then.